0: Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working, and something we're working on, to discuss.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with... A different R name, Ralph, and still Claire.
0: Ralph and Claire.
1: I, I, I am Ralph. I am that guy.
0: And I'm Claire. And today we're talking about spouses of professors. But first, Ralph, how was your week?
1: My week was great. Um, I spent a lot of time with my spouse,
0: <laughs> which is me.
1: Which is which is you, Claire. Uh, yeah, we. My story. Tell me your story. My story was that um, Claire and I went and bought many purple clothes from thrift stores and vintage stores around town. Um, Purple. Why purple, you may ask? Uh, Because Claire and I have a super cool two-piece rock band, and we're trying to do a cool uh, theme, color theme, and it's purple, but we need more purple stuff. Um I feel like I want to drop a plug right here. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is everybody's first time hearing me and I'm already dropping plugs. Okay. Come to think of it, that sort of was a plug <laughs> for the band. You should go listen to the band. Uh professors like music, right? Professors like music okay. too.
0: Professors are people too, yeah. Um
1: yeah, but the uh, plug, I can't remember what the plug was anymore. Hmm. I've done it, I've been distracted. <laughs> How was your week?
0: Well, my week was good. I wanted to mention... So yeah, we, we did a lot of shopping for Purple Clothes yesterday, which was fantastic, super fun. And the thing that I wanted to mention was also about yesterday, which was that I didn't check my email once yesterday.
1: Wow. Yesterday
0: was Saturday, because we're recording this on a Sunday. And that was fun, amazing. And we've definitely talked about that before in the podcast. Um, And you, as the producer of the podcast, have been in the background for every single episode of the podcast, so you know this too. We've talked about not checking email and how wonderful that is and how, but I was just reminded of it yesterday because I didn't even, you know, sometimes I check and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to answer. I'm just going to check, but that doesn't work. You know, then it's still in my mind. So just, it just kind of happened. We were going thrift store to thrift store, looking at all these purple clothes and I didn't check. And I was like, this is great. I'm like actually totally doing something else totally with my mind. So it was a good reminder to do that.
1: And really, like literally list the worst possible thing right. that could come in your email, and like how bad is it? It's like the Earth is exploding. You could probably couldn't do anything about it anyway. <laughs> right. You, and what it are you going to miss the spaceship? You know, uh-huh. to take us off of Earth. Yeah. Like
0: someone might call me about that. <laughs> I would answer my phone. Yeah, totally. If if I miss something for twenty four hours or even the whole weekend, it's mm-hmm. probably going to be okay. Whew. So it's a good reminder.
1: I remember my plug.
0: Oh, good. I was just going to ask, what
1: what I, is it? I got so excited about plugs. Plug the, number the one. The plug is that Claire and I are actually video recording oh. ourselves at the moment.
0: First time.
1: And we've we've been putting the podcast up on YouTube, but it it'll just be the logo. Mm-hmm. You can just listen to it if you happen to prefer listening to your podcast there. But now there's the added bonus of. Uh, are are pretty mugs and that's a that's slang for face (laughs) but then also actual mugs
0: so it's the third plug of the podcast
1: (laughs) i don't know i'm trying to figure out like am i just really good at this like am i just really good at plugging or is like everyone out there is gonna be like oh my goodness this used to be a chill podcast where people just hung out but now they're trying to sell me stuff constantly Mm
0: -hmm. what are we trying to sell them now
1: um yeah we're trying to sell them this mug
0: Our professor podcast mugs which you can buy on zazzle.com linked in the show notes
1: this is i think what this is is my inner uh producer coming
0: yeah totally
1: you guys the listeners might might know me from elsewhere um if you don't uh i've been producing helping claire and ruth and now the various uh guests and co-hosts uh Get all this done, it's been lots of fun, and now I'm trying to sell more stuff.
0: I love it. We should have you on the podcast more (laughs) often. (laughs) Um, So I have a quote for us today, which is from Seth Godin, Mm. and it's about talker's block, which is the thing we don't think of very much, because here's his quote. No one ever gets talker's block. No one wakes up in the morning, discovers he has nothing to say, and sits quietly for days or weeks (laughs) until the muse hits, until the moment's right, until all the craziness in his life has died down. Why, then, is writer's block endemic? And uh, the concept, of course, is talk things out Mm -hmm. if you're stuck, Mm -hmm. which we will definitely get to in uh, what we're talking about today, Mm -hmm. at least on my list of what I want to talk about today.
1: What do you want to talk about?
0: So we're talking about spouses of professors in particular you being the spouse wow. of this professor
1: i was about to say that is quite the queen
0: <laughs> we did plan this
1: oh okay yeah <laughs> i knew that
0: um so do you want to introduce yourself at all we've kind of talked about oh. you've been behind the scenes of every episode so how's it like yeah. what's it like to be on this side of the microphone what what do what, you what do you have to tell to our listeners
1: uh hi my name is Raul. <laughs> Hi, Raul. <Ro. laughs> um, I am married to your wonderful host, Claire, who I'm sitting next to right now. Um, and I spend my time making music when I'm not working on this podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I... While I went to college and grad school and uh, have spent time in academia, I pride myself on not being an academic now uh, and not, I were in, in a band I played in, I, I, got, I got called, a, or I called myself a recovering scientist, <laughs> um, and everybody thought that was super funny, so it kind of stuck. That's one of my titles as well.
0: Ralph. Ralph. Podcast producer, musician, and recovering scientist yeah. so we're talking about spouses of professors so as you know, being the producer of the podcast, we do what's working and what's wor- what we're working on, so what is working for you in uh that particular part of your life
1: okay, yeah yeah uh, I so many things are great about being the spouse of a professor uh-huh but, um the thing I want to share
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right now is um, what's really been working, I think, well for me and I hope Claire is that I do, I make an effort to to schedule my day and my year and vacations and things to work well with the unique schedule of a professor, which basically means generally, I think what I'm saying is that prof- like teachers and professors are known for having vacation. The difference is though that that vacation is known years ahead of time, and if they're not on vacation then they're then they're definitely working you mm-hmm. can't you can't I mean. I know Ruth used to talk about like sick days are kind of like not really a thing, even though legally they are or whatever.
0: <laughs> of course, if you get sick, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, people don't just take uh, paid days off, or whatever. So, really scheduling, you know, m- my work, the things that I want to do, um, around that rather flexible in some ways, but strict strict in other ways, uh, agenda. And that, so usually that means that Claire and I can do epic things when we have time to do them. Like, um, I, I think the podcast listeners might have heard some of the fun stories of our summer vacation that just ended a few weeks ago. Uh, and was there something else?
0: Yeah. So, so you're talking about, uh you have the flexibility and you, you make the flexibility to set your schedule to align with the academic calendar. So we can do all, all these things together during the breaks, which is fantastic. And then what do you do during the semester?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, this is like a, probably a, a few or a, couple, a year, maybe a couple of semesters old now is that I've just kind of realized that, you know, I've honestly been on a semester system since I was five years old Mm -hmm. in kindergarten. And so as simple really as it sounds, I just think of years in fall semesters and spring semesters Mm -hmm. and maybe summer breaks and things like that. Um, And part of how that's really been useful for me is that I can sort of figure out projects, things that I want to accomplish that aren't, that are semesters a semester length long, which is 16 weeks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And what's crucial about that is it's not today. It's not even this week. But it's also not my whole life. It's not infinite, the biggest thing in the world. So it's like it helps me structure my days and my weeks and my semesters and even longer um, into sort of manageable projects. The Probably the most recent one is... An EP for the band Ralph and Claire that we recorded, um, and then did some promotion and things for that, mm-hmm. and it really worked well. Before that, I did a different record and did some uh, c- some catch up on some reading that I had backed up.
0: So you find that the semester is kind of a good length. Where you're committing, you can actually do a pretty big project, but you're not saying for the rest of my life, for all eternity, mm-hmm. I'm working on this
1: one it's a, thing. It's a long time, and I know that I can get a lot done in that long time. Um, but it's also not so short. Uh, I mean, it's not so long that it becomes unmanageable to, to hold mm-hmm. in my P brain.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. It reminds <laughs> me of... The highlight of the day, which we've talked about on this podcast, which Mm -hmm. I really find effective of being like, what is the thing that is my highlight today? What is the thing that if I work on that or get that done, that's, you know, whenever I'm not doing something that demands my attention, if I cannot absolutely, you know, the the main thing of the day, what is the main thing of the day that I'm always going to come back to, even if I get interrupted by something. So that sounds kind of like a broader scale version of that. Mm -hmm. So that's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So
0: um, what's working for me, and this comes back to the quote from Seth Godin, is um, talking things through with you. And this ranges, I have like a whole list of things that I was thinking about. So like teaching, I'll be like, oh, how should I grade this assignment? Or how should I grade this class? Or what kind of class activity could I do to cover this concept or something like that? So I can talk those things through with you or in research. Just last summer, we were I I needed to sample some rivers, and we'd never sampled rivers before, and so you and I together figured out how to sample rivers. Also actually scheduling research things, like often I know I need to go down to Santa Cruz and use this instrument, but it's really helpful to actually put it on the calendar if we sit down and say, now, when would this work? And so so chatting that through with you. And then also things that are definitely not um, as specific to professoring, but any any you know, how to respond to different people and circumstances, how to make meetings effective, just like talking through anything that comes up that I'm working on in my professor job with you Mm -hmm. is really helpful for getting those gears turning and coming up with, um, better ideas than I would on my own and then being really confident in my choices. (laughs) So that's, that's really helpful.
1: Oh, so thank you. I'm so glad to be helpful. I, I want to ask, is this 100% 100% purely just my epicness ness uh, oh. that, that does this? Or, like, perhaps, is there any use of my uh, staunch, staunch non-academia uh, recovering science <laughs> perspective? Does that help at all?
0: Okay, well, it definitely helps. Just talking to you helps. Like, the act of talking it through mm-hmm. with anybody is helpful. Yeah you in particular is helpful because you understand you have this academic scientist background that you can draw on and you also have um the recovering scientist side so there's i mean i think all the sides (laughs) add up to being really helpful but i think talking it through um you know if any listeners don't have a spouse that has all these sides i think that talking it through would be really helpful yeah for everybody
1: yeah i think that's great advice talk to anybody yeah talk to your teddy bear even you know yeah totally um, teddy bears
0: are great listeners
1: i um i feel like with the podcast uh-huh i'm, I'm not trying to pat my own back here I mean, maybe a <laughs> little bit but um as a producer of the part podcast. of what i can help with mm-hmm. is like helping you guys with your like strict academic like professional writing mm-hmm. and stuff like this and trying to get it to be more i don't know creative (laughs) yeah the
0: listeners we always write it up our our show notes and then ralph's like this is very passive and academic and he rewrites it for us and makes it much more uh i don't know user friendly (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway so what what are you working on
1: i'm uh we claire and i have a super exciting project it's that, so exciting. That demands full family uh, planning, which is uh, sabbatical. Sabbatical. As, as you know, Claire recently got tenure. Mm-hmm. The, the, the next fun professor hoop, I think, maybe you could say, is the sabbatical. Um, and so we're working together to figure out what awesome thing, what awesome projects Claire wants to do and what awesome projects i can do while we're uh at this phase and i don't know if it's time to announce what that is sure sure okay
0: we're applying for this we have not gotten approved yet but we're we're this is the plan
1: yeah that claire and i talked about it and uh it seems something that's like sort of on my bucket list as a cliche musician Uh is is spending time in los angeles the City of Angels. Mm-hmm. The hub of uh I guess one of the major hubs of the music industry. Um and so I'm like super pumped to go down. We we're planning to spend hopefully an entire academic year mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And uh yeah, just just so the working on, I guess, is is just figuring out all of the things that uh both both as a professor and as a couple, we mm-hmm. need to figure out to do it. Um uh yeah, I mean I suppose the challenge is if, if there were gonna be any our our classics of what are we gonna do with all our our stuff.
0: Do you get a storage unit, do you just move it oh, all to LA? Goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just yeah. normal.
1: Yeah, what a question. Um I'm leaning I'm I'm trying to, I'm pushing harder and harder. I just want to like have, like, Claire and I recently got into backpacking. I think hardcore listeners might know that too. And, uh, I like just want to bring my backpack. I want to, we're like, just going to fly <laughs> to LA with our
0: backpacks <laughs> and our sporks. Yeah.
1: The only <laughs> utensil we'll have is a camping spork. Um, I'm
0: pushing for the furnished apartment so that <laughs> we'll have something to sit on. <laughs>
1: yeah. See, I could get down with something to sit on. So this is, this is, uh, this is the challenge, the exciting challenge, exactly. say, the, uh, mm-hmm. the fun thing that we're working on. What about you?
0: That's great. I mean, I, I, I definitely am thinking a lot about sabbaticals and I'm very excited and f- yeah, we're, I'm working on that too. Um, but what I was thinking about talking about was um, thinking about how you've got this different perspective of being a non-academic um, Currently, you in the past were academic, of course. Um, And you do a lot of thinking about things that I am trying to bring and make benefit me as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, trying to apply the lessons and insights that you get from what you're working on to um, what I'm working on, too. Mm -hmm. So, some examples of the particulars of things that have come up recently that you have learned or been working on that i've thought oh let me see if i can do that too the concept of just do it which of course we've heard from nike forever the Slogan, yeah. <laughs> of uh you know if you're gonna do it let's just jump on it and do it like what mm-hmm. and i've i've really been inspired by that recently of like if i've decided this is something worth doing maybe i should just start doing it you know and mm-hmm. it, if it the longer it stays on the to-do list the less exciting it is so mm-hmm. anyway
1: i think i i do the uh perhaps goofy, but recommended, I would recommend this thing of putting post-its on my desk. Oh, yeah. And what? when you say that, I don't have a post-it that says just do it, but I do have a post-it that says two things. It says live without fear. Oh, that's great. And, it's, and then the other half of it is live with passion, which is a blatant ripoff of every Tony Robbins cassette or CD that I've ever listened to. He always ends with and remember to live with passion. Um, anyway, the, yeah, that like, just do it is like, it's so easy. It's so easy to find something wrong with yeah. like, the, your plan or yeah. the, the, the potential downside of what you're doing. Um, and I've just found it not only like, honestly, it's not only just like a trick. Like I think a lot of people think it's just a mental trick. Right. It's that, like, honestly, the downsides are handleable.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
1: maybe, I mean, I guess, theoretically, there's a, there could be a thing that is not handleable. But, like, when you actually set it out, when you actually put it down, like, what are you fe- what are you scared of? And, like, and look at it. It's actually not that bad. Totally. Like, I'm in a certain confidence of, I'll be able to handle it. And just, and I guess what I'm trying to say is not so much that you can handle it. It's that knowing, like seeing it and thinking, Oh, I can handle it. Then it really gives you the confidence to just do it.
0: Totally. Totally. Do you have an example of that since you're talking in kind of general terms? Uh,
1: I don't know. Do I, I have an example? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I um, didn't have one in mind.
1: Um, I mean really, I, uh, yeah, sorry I'm speaking so generally, but I really feel like it is a pretty general. thing. Uh-huh. I think, I think, we were talking about something this morning. The forget what it was, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, story, that's a perfect example um, of the kinds of things that you have thought about a lot that have really helped you in what you're working on. And so kind of what I'm working on is being humble enough and creative enough to try to use those ideas and lessons and insights that you mm-hmm. have come up with and see if I can get it to work for me too. And you know, it's really easy, I think, to say, oh well sure that would work for what you're working on, but definitely not for what I'm working on and to mm-hmm. to not let myself go down that pathway and say, okay, let me really think about if I was in the correct mindset of how can I make this apply to what I'm working on, I could probably come up with something and it'd probably be helpful. So mm-hmm. I've really found that helpful and I'm it's I think it's a continual thing.
1: I'm I'm I am surprised sometimes just remembering that like you your career professing <laughs> is literally standing on a stage uh-huh like it is it is show business like that's true you you experience similar emotions before you get on stage mm-hmm. that a musician would um yeah you're you're always putting yourself out there mm-hmm. it's like i it's not that different that's a good point in a lot of ways
0: that's a really good point Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Ralph, and for being our producer, as always.
1: I'm so happy to be here. I hope to uh, do it again or something. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener, and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people you know if you think they should listen to it or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.